Good morning, world. Hello, everyone, everywhere. Pastor Robert Thibodeau here. Welcome to Prayer 2021. We're so blessed to hear you joining us today. We're sponsored by podcastersforchrist.com. So if you have a Christian podcast, you're starting a Christian podcast, you want more information on how to start your podcast, go to podcastersforchrist.com. Take a look around. A lot of free resources right there on the platform to, to go ahead and help you get started. Amen. Today is February 20th. And our scripture for today is from 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 13. For this reason, the one who speaks in a tongue should pray that they may interpret what they say. Let's go to the Lord with a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We praise you, Father, for the privilege of being able to pray to you. We thank you, Father, for establishing prayer as this communication medium between our simple, humble selves, and the Most High God, Creator of all things. Lord, we pray for wisdom and understanding and the ability to speak in tongues, to edify ourselves, and to just give praise to you. And we thank you, Father, for your, your blessing upon us in doing so. We pray that this word that's communicated today would make sense and be spread throughout the world bringing people into a closer relationship to you through Christ Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Today we're talking about praying in tongues again, part two. Uh, as we covered yesterday, speaking in tongues is always manifested when folks are filled with the Holy Spirit. And we can read this in Acts chapter 2, verse 4. And when they were all filled with the Holy Ghost and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. Now, I would not argue and fuss about whether or not tongues is the evidence of the infilling of the Holy Spirit. According to what we just read in Acts chapter 2, verse 4, it is. Period. End of story. Amen. Don't shut me down when I'm preaching good. Amen. Now, on the other hand, I know that Christians who do not speak in tongues do have experiences with the Holy Spirit also, because after all, the new birth, being born again, is brought forth by the Holy Spirit. Am I right? Now, as God's Spirit bears witness with our spirits that we are children of the Most High God, and you can read about that in Romans chapter 8, verse 16, but the great man of God, Smith Wigglesworth, once related how he would argue with Pentecostals, who said, if you're filled with the Holy Ghost and you would speak in tongues, well, he would argue with them saying, I'm just as filled with the Holy Ghost as you are. I'm seeing miracles in my ministry, but I don't speak in tongues. Now, one day he heard about an Episcopal church, not Pentecostal church, an Episcopal church, where the pastor and many members of the congregation had been praying in tongues and great things were, were happening at that church. So he decided to go and visit the pastor. And when he arrived, the pastor was not there, but his wife was there. And Smith just asked her about this praying in tongues stuff. And he told her he, he had the Holy Ghost, but he wanted to speak in tongues. And she told him, no, you don't want tongues. You want the Holy Ghost. Then the tongues will take care of itself. And he said, I already have the Holy Ghost. And she told him, never mind, just kneel here and let me pray for you. After she prayed, there was another knock at the door, so she left and closed the door on Smith Wigglesworth so he would not be disturbed. Smith said he had a vision of a river of blood flowing from the throne and it just surrounded him. And he started to exclaim, I'm clean, I'm clean, I'm clean, over and over and over again. After a few times, he knows he wasn't saying I'm clean in English anymore. 
It was some strange language he'd never heard. He was now speaking in tongues. That was when he realized in all of the arguments he had been having with other believers who said they spoke in tongues, telling them that he had just as much of the Holy Spirit as they did, he realized he had never actually been baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that was the difference. He had seen many miracles in his ministry, but he had never understood the power that was in the Holy Spirit. After he was baptized in the Holy Spirit that day, his ministry just exploded in the power and the might of the Holy Spirit. And he realized that in all those years that he was arguing with other believers, he had not been baptized with the Holy Spirit. And he said, before, I would have an argument about the Holy Spirit. Now, I have an experience with the Holy Spirit. Amen? Oh, that's good. Amen. Now, I want to pray for you to have that kind of experience that Smith Wigglesworth had, that I have had. And as we close today, I want to tell you a personal quick story. I had a minister's conference several years ago, probably seven, eight years ago anyway, time of this recording. A preacher was talking about Lester Summerall. Now, Lester was a disciple, a student of Smith Wigglesworth, personally ministered by him. And when Lester left for America, Smith Wigglesworth laid hands on him and imparted the same spirit that was on him, Smith Wigglesworth, into Lester Summerall. Think of, you know, Elijah and Elisha type thing. As Lester was getting on in age, and he had a tremendous ministry here in America, one of his personal students, one of those he had taken under his wing as a disciple, was Scott Webb. At this pastor or at this conference, Pastor Webb was relating how before Lester Summerall passed away, he had called Scott, called him over to his personal home, and laid his hands on him and, parted, and imparted to him the same spirit that was on him, that was on Smith Wigglesworth, that, and had been imparted to him. And like I said, think of the story of Elisha and Elijah, if you want. Now, I'd been a student many years at that time all things Smith Wigglesworth related. I mean, I've been studying his ministry for years. I've been studying his sermons, his teachings. I had prayed to God a few months before attending this meeting. Lord, I just want to have the same spirit that was on Smith Wigglesworth to be imparted to me as well. Well, I had no idea who Scott Webb was or that he was even going to be at the conference I was going to be going to. But when I heard that, when I heard what he just said, I prayed, Lord, is this why you had me come here? If so, then I just ask you to order my steps and arrange for me to have a chance to talk with Pastor Webb. And I'm not kidding. About two minutes later, Pastor Webb was approaching where I was standing at. And, and he was going to just pass on by. He was just walking by. In other words, he wasn't walking out there to talk to me on purpose, right? And I asked if I could talk to him for a minute. And he stopped and we chatted. As I told him about my prayer... And everything I just shared with you, I started to shake and, and get emotional. The Holy Spirit was definitely present. Pastor Webb looked at me. At first, it was a quizzical look. I imagine he is thinking, what in the world? But soon he realized that the Holy Spirit was at work. Long story short, he laid his hands on me right there and imparted the same anointing that was on Smith Wigglesworth, that same Holy Spirit anointing that was on Hold Smith Wigglesworth and had been passed down to Lester Summerall, that Lester Summerall had passed to Scott Webb, he now imparted it to me. And folks, 
I want to tell you something. Amen. Son. Mm. But that's, I'm not saying this to, to puff me up, right? But we have started seeing, or started seeing, we've had since then many miracles in our ministry. But that's when miracles really started to take place. Some almost immediately. Life and death situations. I, I can't even go, I can't take the time to go into detail about it. This, this one situation, the very next day, someone had a construction incident, uh, his head nearly severed. Uh, it was just, he was, he was lucky to be alive. The doctors had said that he'd be in the hospital for months, facing several surgeries. I got wind of it as a good friend of mine. I went to the hospital bed, laid hands on him and prayed, and went home because I had to go minister at another conference the very next morning. And two days later, he was awake walking around. Two days after that, he was sent home, no surgeries, has not had a surgery, speaks just fine, no limits on what he does or anything. And the doctors are shocked that it happened. But folks, that was the evidence, I guess you could say, of what had just took place. The story that I just shared with you was the evidence to me that this is real. And like I said, I've seen some miracles in our ministry, people on, uh, on their deathbed, hospice with cancer, laid hands on them, they went home and lived six more months. I mean, just miracle after miracle like that. And now I'm not saying that to puff up Bob Thibodeau. I'm saying that was the proof in my spirit that the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, was now actively at work in our ministry. All right? And like I said, I'm not saying that to puff me up at, at all. Not at all. I'm saying all this so you will understand the impartation of the Holy Spirit, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, the infilling of the Holy Spirit is real. And the manifestation that it has truly happened is the speaking in tongues. Now I want to pray with you right now that you will grasp, your spirit man will grasp, that this is real. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for the privilege of relating this personal story of what happened to me with the evidence of speaking in tongues, with the evidence of the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, with evidence that the Holy Spirit is real, is actively seeking those who seek him to be used by him to minister the gospel to others. Lord, I just give you praise, honor, and glory for the privilege of being in the body of Christ and being able to share this testimony and this concept of the Holy Spirit with everyone who will be listening to this video, listening to this podcast. Lord, I ask that you pass that same anointing onto them, that they can understand what the baptism in the Holy Spirit is all about. It's not words of Bob Thibodeau. This is the word of God that we are talking about. And your word is Jesus. And Jesus, you are all things to everyone who receives you. And I praise you for this. I pray for this in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Glory to God. Do me a favor. Leave a comment down below. I would greatly appreciate it if you if you'd 
go over on iTunes, leave a quick rating and review there. All this helps us to grow. If you're watching this on video, give us that thumbs up on YouTube because that helps us grow as well. And be sure to go to podcastsforchrist.com. Take a look around. Download the free resources we put right there for you, especially that one, How to Start a Christian Podcast. It will bless you immensely. I guarantee it in the name of Jesus. Well, folks, until next time, this is Pastor Bob Tibber reminding from 1 Thessalonians chapter seven, chapter 5, verse 17 in the Living Bible. Always keep on praying. Be blessed in all that you do.